Hello and welcome to another episode of the All Trade Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi and I'm joined, like always, by George. Hi, George. Hey, Wandy. How are you? Not too bad. Um, a little bit hurt, I won't lie to you, um, because of the results of the Monaco. Monaco Grand Prix. But I am okay with the fact that George did decently. Okay. Um, okay, so you're becoming more of a Mercedes fan than a Hamilton that's fan. That's not true. I'm always going to be a, a Hamilton fan. He's always going to be the love of my life. So, yeah. But I support the team greatly as well. And I think George is doing a great job. So I can't complain. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll ever be a Hamilton fan. That's your loss, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can only, you know, I can, my condolences. It's the best I can do for you. Well, I mean, no one, not anyway. Jeez, how's that crash? Yeah. With no. uh, uh, Schumacher. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Car splits in half. In half. Yeah. But apparently it's designed to do that, eh? They're supposed to split in half. You, you, you want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people don't realize that it's mm. a safety feature. Yeah. Pity it wasn't a Mercedes. <laughs> Mercedes don't crash. That's the that's the big difference. Oh, oh <laughs> Mercedes don't crash. Yeah, no, they don't. They, don't, they, they, uh, they stay on the road and they, they finish. You're gonna eat those words. Let's eat the rest of the season. But I, you know, um, it was it was an okay race. Um, I personally I don't like Monaco at all. Why? I think it's because uh, Mercedes always loses. Well, I mean, Hamilton has a few wins there, so okay. You know. Well, that was when when the car was working. Well, it's it's, it's getting not his there. driving skill. <laughs> We're trying our best, George. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I feel for Leclerc. Um, um you know I the, don't. The, the the team. Oh. We we need to stop giving him some slack. Honestly, at this point, I feel like Ferrari is just they throwing away the entire. No, I think the team let him down for the sure. Team absolutely let him down in that uh, in that uh, tire change. But it's every single every week. It's the same story. He should be winning a lot more. No, no, I agree. I think he should be winning a lot more. But look at look at what he does when he's out front. He like literally just runs away. Yeah, for you sure. Know? But uh, for when sure. he's in the pack, it's a different story. No, I agree. But I guess that's for everybody as well, you know, except Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, um, seven seven titles would say differently. Would you not say well, so? I mean, he's equaled the world's best, Schumacher. He's in of, the world's best. He hasn't in beaten my him. opinion. I mean, every single other record. No ways. He isn't beaten Schumacher. Not at every record. Pretty much every single record. Except, yeah, pr- except pretty the much. one. <laughs> except the one record. Anyways, in a world of uh, of infinite choices, I think today's episode is going to be tackling one of the biggest issues with that. If so many choices means there's... You what, know, to sell an F1 car? Mercedes <laughs> <laughs> on the market. <laughs> Look at Auto Trader. Hamilton's <laughs> selling his car. In a world where you have so many choices, it's kind of hard to, to know what's the best thing to do. And I think with... With the market that we in, I think today's episode is kind of interesting. Um, and we'll be answering one of the, the big questions that people, I think, have today. What are you talking about? What is the best way to sell your car? You're asking the wrong person, you know, because I'm going to say AutoTrader.co is a... <laughs> of course. Every of course. single time. Of course. But I think we serve not just, uh, you know, one kind of buyer or seller. Mm. I think it's important that we also give context to the other the options that people have. Or a trader or cousin. <laughs> of course, of course. So have you had an experience of selling a car? How have, have you, how have you in history, how have you kind of gone well, about selling your it's car? It's difficult for me because, because of my 18 years, uh, at Auto Trader. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, I've obviously always been biased to, yeah. to Auto Trader. Um, you know, so, so, uh, I've always, 
in changing cars in the last kind yeah. of two decades of being here, um, uh, I've only once sold to another consumer. Um, privately, privately, I had a I had a Toyota Fortuna, yeah, and um, and I, uh, I I sold it privately on auto trader platform. Okay, okay, Understood. so I've never actually sold a car before, mm. um, but I know that right now, if I had to do it, there's it depending well specific to my sort of situation, there's probably one way I'd do it. Um, but before I even reveal that, I think it's important that we I give full scope of, of what happens. So there's three different ways that most people can kind of sell their car mm. privately mm-hmm. uh, through a dealership. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other online platforms <coughs> that you can use to kind of go about well, doing that. Well, let's, 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 let's talk about the principles, I think, that, uh, uh, you know, in selling a car. First of all, um, you can sell the, your car to another consumer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's privately that you're talking about. Yeah. Right? So you can sell your car to another consumer. Um, uh, and then you can sell your car to a business. Yeah. Okay. That buys cars, right? So, so a dealership or what? A car buying service, okay. uh, yeah. etc. Right. So, so you there's 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 only two two places to to get rid of your car, offload your car, or sell your car. There's only two places. So that's the underlying principle, I think, of selling is, a car. Of selling a car, yeah. yeah. Um, and well, this person doesn't know I'm in the podcast. <laughs> Let me tell, get rid of that. Call later. <laughs> Tell me busy. <laughs> <laughs> can I call you later? <laughs> I mean, nothing rang, but like, you, I mean, know, you can pick it up. You can pick it up and <laughs> you can call. that's also an object. I don't mind. Well, you <laughs> you my that. <laughs> You're on the Auto Trader podcast. Welcome. Um, Thank you for calling it. Thank you yeah. for calling it. Exactly. So, so, so it's, it's fundamentally two ways that, yeah. uh, that you can sell your car. Um, the one way is to a business and the other way is to another, another consumer. consumer. Right. So let's use that as the, as the fundamental base. Okay. Then people have created channels on top of those two principles uh, mm. to sell your car, right? So yeah. let's rewind 10 or 15, 20 years. The predominant way that people used to sell their car is by uh, trading it in. I'm is assuming. by trading it in. Well, they to a business when yeah. they're selling to another business. And let's, let's leave the, the, the private price. sale okay. to another consumer out for a second. The primary way in which people used to, yeah. many, many years ago, sell their car to uh, uh, to another business was the trade-in to the dealership. So you go, you find a car that you like, um, you uh, you you have a car that you want to sell, and you and you do a deal. There's 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 three components that happen there. We spoke last it's week. It's almost like bartering. So it's specifically when you're like buying a car, you're also doing the sell at the same time. At the same time. So they they they, they were very coupled. Yeah. In, uh, in, in the transaction. So the deal had three components. A fourth one as well, but maybe we can call that 3A. Okay. The deal had three components. The first one was the car you're buying. Yeah. Okay? The second component was the car you're selling. Yeah. And the third component was how you're going to pay for it, the finance. Okay. 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 And then the insurance was kind of 3A. Yeah. Let's not talk about that for kind a second. Kind of spoke about that last week. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so those three were very tightly coupled, right? Mm. Um, along comes the internet. Makes everything transparent. Before that, before we get into exactly how the internet changed that that process, what were the the big things that people were, or what made it change? Like outside of just you know kind of the convenience of the internet, what were the the pain points that people were like dealing with? Well, there? there was there was lack of transparency. Okay? okay, so you took your car into a dealership yeah. to trade, 
and the dealership made you an offer and you had really very few ways to check if that dealership's offer yeah. is in line with market, yeah. uh, market values, you had very little place to go and check before pre, pre the internet and pre the transparency. Yeah. Okay. So that was the problem, but it was a, it, you don't know what you don't know. Of course. You know, so, so Steve Jobs put it probably best. I think it was Steve Jobs. He said, um, he said, uh, you know, you need to give people what they don't know that they want. Yeah. Okay. So in that world, people didn't know that they wanted to sell a car outside of the dealership. Now let's, we parked private sales, yeah. uh, consumer to consumer. Business, we'll get yeah. there in a second. Um, so, so, so in essence, um, that was the only way to sell a car to another business, mm. right? Back then, trading. Yeah. And dealerships thrived because they were able to structure a deal based on the car that they were selling to the consumer, the car that was being traded in, and then the finance itself all coupled together. Yeah. The internet decoupled the three, those three things. All of a sudden, everyone has all this information, mm. which backs to the point. We're kind of bombarded by all of these options now, but what is the best way? Um, and that's what you kind of leading up to. Well, probably because, <laughs> be, because, because at the end of the day, you know, Auto Trade has been known to be yeah. a platform for buying cars. Yeah. Like the brand is synonymous yeah. for, uh, for buying cars in the mind of the consumer, right? Correct. Um, not for selling cars except on the private sales side, which is a very small, small part of the market. And we're going to get there just now. There's a very interesting progression there. So, so the internet has created transparency around particularly value Values of cars and, and live market data. I mean, you know a lot yeah, about live market yeah. data, yeah. you know, and, uh, and how it changes demand, supply, price. Yeah. So, so now the internet comes and creative businesses, creative car buying services, creative auction platforms, uh, uh, creative businesses that partner up with dealerships in order yeah. to get consumers multiple bids on a car, you know, start up. And, and they, and they, and they leverage the transparency of the internet and the ability to create an online platform, uh, uh, to, to tell the consumer now there's, the, you don't have to trade your car in. Ultimately give the consumer more choice. N- just not more than just, well, not, I think more, not necessarily more choice, but rather they now can get a, or take the option that best suits whatever they're looking for. Yes. Which is price and convenience are the two big. Well, th- that's exactly speed and price really more than anything else. That's exactly what the uh, um, the, the car buying services did was yeah. they capitalized on convenience, they capitalized on price, right? Yeah. Because because dealers start dealers dealers always wanted and to a large degree still want today yeah. consumers to come to the dealership in order to trade the car or to buy the other car, yeah. right? Um, in the world of transparency, the consumer wants you to come to them. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of what we're experiencing now is this this idea that you can sell a car within like a day, really, more than anything else. Well, I mean, th- th- that is our instant offer product, okay? Mm-hmm. So in saying that, um, uh, creative companies, um, not creative companies, but creative car buying service platforms yeah. um, started to capitalize on convenience and price. Right. We'll give you the best price. We'll get, you know, hundreds of dealers to bid on your car. Mm. Um, uh, or we're a company that actually buys the car and, uh, um, and we'll give you the best price. Right. Yeah. Now, um, perceived best price. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, and, and there's a, there's a whole other show on auctions and, uh, you know, potentially yeah. of, uh, of what to do. Um, this person phoning me again. <laughs> Look, doesn't he get the text? I'm Just in a call. Answer the call. <laughs> 
like the same person. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. uh, uh, I'll call them back after. <laughs> so, so creative car buying yeah. platforms came into the market and and gave the consumer this um, this perceived uh, range of choices based on convenience. We come to you, yeah, um, and uh, and then perceived best price. Okay, mm. why do you emphasize the, the, this perceived aspects? Because you're only getting it from this one person. You're not. Because of price haggling. Okay. Price haggling. Okay. So, so, uh, so that, that's been a, that's been a challenge, I think, that has, has plagued, uh, um, a lot of the trade side of the industry for a long time. Okay. Um, transparency gets rid of price haggling. Yeah. So, so what is it? Is, you know, you, you get an offer either via an email or a phone call. Yeah. Um, but when the person gets to your premises, uh, they try to push you down for the wrong reasons basically trying to get the price down for as low as possible yeah you know and now you've got this instant cash payment that is at the premises it looks and nice you're, the cash is right there because yeah. right there you know chances are you're going to actually take it yeah. because like, oh, you know i just don't feel like the flipping hassle yeah right yeah. okay and then so 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 we saw this problem yeah in uh uh in 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 kind of price haggling so that's how we've built instant offer to to you know, try and get rid of the price haggling. You know, you, you, you're going to be made an offer more than likely. And if there are, if, if you're as a consumer selling a car and you mm. haven't been transparent about the tires being too worn, right? Of course. The, the, the instant offer agent and the, um, uh, uh, and the, and the, and the buying partner are going to arrive there and tell you your tires are worn. We need to take five grand off this, uh, off this value. So these services have essentially stick to the convenience side of things, but in terms of the consumer getting a best price, yes, or a fair price, that's not that's, necessarily solved yet yeah. because the price haggling still carries on, right? Yeah. So, so the consumer is winning over time. You can yeah. see that all of these businesses are relevant, and the consumer is winning. Ultimately, um, if you give, uh, if you provide a service that's going to make the consumer win, that's the one that wins. That's the one that wins exactly. Yeah. You know, so so we also run what's called a blind offer model. Yeah. Um, within within instant offer, so uh, so so people that so people that um, um, make an offer on the consumer's vehicle don't see each other's offers, which means you can't game the platform. Okay. Okay. So 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 trading a car in has effectively moved and been decoupled mm. from buying from a the car, buying from the buying process. Yeah. And a lot of car dealers haven't seen this. Many car dealers have mm. and capitalized on that decoupling. Mm. The, the car that the consumer is selling versus the car that the consumer is buying, mm. um, has been separated. That transactions yeah. have been separated. Let's not talk about finance because, you know, that's, that's a, a whole, whole, new, whole new, thing, yeah. whole new thing. So that's one way. And then you spoke about privates. So let's talk about pros and cons then <coughs> of, of, so this, wait, do you want to go into privates first before we talk about the, the pros and cons? Wherever you want to go. Let's do pros and cons. I think it's important to, to understand what the, the differences are. So privately, one of the big things that people always talk about is this idea that you may just get a weird shady deal. Um, You're talking about privates. Privates, yeah. yeah. It just may be a shady experience altogether. So how does this take away from that experience? Is it just because it's an individual or do you think it's because of you know, anything else? So, I mean, the re- so let's again rewind from a, from a private, uh, private sale point of view, right? Yeah. <clears throat> 10, 20 years ago. Most private deals um, were conducted – uh, through classified ads. I've right? seen some shady ones. As Print well, yeah. classified ads. Yeah. It was, you, you, you were, you, you were, you, I was yay big. You might have been you know. in nappies. 
I'm it not was, sure. Yeah, was, yeah, you 20 years ago. How old were you? <laughs> six. I was six years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know everybody knows. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> um, so, 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 so 10, 20 years ago, right? Mm. Um, you would, as a consumer that wants to sell a car, and you don't want to now trade it in. You want to sell yeah. it privately because, because convenience and speed yeah. gives you a trade price. It doesn't give you a retail price as mm-hmm. a consumer. You've got to understand that. Mm. Okay. It's, you, you know, uh, businesses make a profit in selling the car and you've got to, as a consumer, be okay with that. Yeah. Um, if you, if you, if you want retail price for your car, right? You're going to have to wait a bit you longer. You have to wait. The convenience yeah. factor is not there. And the uh, the speed factor is not there, yeah. so you're going to have to wait. But okay. you might get a better price. But you might get a better price. Might. Yeah. Okay. Um, so 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 rewinding ten or twenty years, print classifieds, right, started out in the newspapers. Yeah. Okay. So you would place an ad, print classified. Remember the classified yeah. in, uh, inside uh, of pages a newspaper, yeah. inside of a newspaper, right? Mm. Along came businesses like Autotrader. Mm. Launched a very niche print classified in a book type magazine form. Yeah. And now you have scale as well in terms of options as a buyer and a seller, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, the thing about the thing that made that not scale beyond dealerships buying cars. Right. Cause at the, in, in those days, it was print classifieds, either newspaper, which then became magazines. Um, and then on the, on the selling your car to a business point of view, it was only the dealership by and large that bought cars. Mm. Right. So you had those two options. Uh, but, but private sales never scaled in the print world to dominate, mm. um, and be more than dealer, dealer sales. Okay. And the reason for that is trust. I was about to say, it's cause you're still dealing with, another human it could be once again another shady option it could be a guy who's just you know kind of lying about what what's happening here whereas or wanting to steal your car or wanting to steal your car yeah. you know and yeah. we do live in south africa <laughs> so you know stealing cars is a hobby of some people <laughs> be really good at doing that <laughs> yeah you know, creative stuff so so those things existed in the print days right yeah. along comes the internet makes everything transparent as a as we spoke about earlier on right and 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 private sales now um transition Digital transformation, private sales move onto onto the internet, mm. okay, and uh, and become um, uh, become the de facto place to sell your car privately. Yeah, and again, creative companies start to leverage this. Um, you know, trying to uh, trying to enable consumer to consumer buying and selling. Mm. Right, mm. again, it never scaled. Why so, is that? Because it seems trust. like a, it seems like a, a kind of an obvious. Kind of way to go. Trust. People so, don't trust people. Well, I mean, print classified, newspaper print classifieds, right? Turned into horizontal classifieds online. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and horizontal classifieds are like auto trader is a, is a, is not a horizontal. Auto trader is a vertical classifieds. We do cars. Yeah. And vehicles, more. nothing more. Whereas a horizontal classified does more than just cars. They do desks, chairs, everything. Right. Yeah. So, so, so that's where most of the consumer selling went. But then as Auto Trader refined our consumer product, we were able to gain more momentum in private buying and selling. So now we've got, uh, we've got the traditional Sell it yourself. You yeah. do all the viewings. You do everything, which is the trust risky part. And then we've got a, a, a product called, um, assisted sale where we do the paperwork for you. We help, we vet the buyers, yeah. all that stuff. But again, it didn't scale. 
what's the in terms of the price convenience and speed what is the big difference between those two things versus an instant offer for instance well i think <clears throat> i think i think trust um and speed are the two things that consumers just don't want yeah um you know um uh, out of the private they, they don't want to give up the time you know they don't want to take four, six, eight weeks to sell their car mm um and then and then the convenience factor so our our assisted sale solves for some of the convenience factor because we do the paperwork for you all of that stuff yeah. but then if you you have to it has to logically be deduced that because that product doesn't scale okay that now um uh because now it's convenient right we've solved the convenience prob- uh, yeah. problem um it just means that um consumers will give up price for speed. For speed. Yeah. I want the money now. Okay. So, so, so it seems to culminate in this, in this, in this fact, uh, or should I say, uh, concept that, that the money earlier means, means I'll give up, uh, some. Uh, some of that money. Yeah. Well, this, the, the, the speed earlier means you'll give up some of the money. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. So what's the difference between instant offer? This, this will be the third sort of option. Um, what's the difference between that now between this is well instant instant offer is another creative car buying service if you want to call it right yeah. but we've done it right mm. we've 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 uh, uh we've taken about two years to build this thing for the consumer specifically for, for the, the consumer, consumer in mind. with the consumer in mind yes yeah. Um, um, but still the consumer is not going to get retail values out of, out of instant offer because the speed is there. You can literally sell your car in the same day. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 you know, I've seen a few people who have actually used instant offer. Good friends. I actually went to go, I went to school with mm. and he used instant offer and he was kind of shocked at how quick it is. And I, I think a lot you were of people say blown know, away. Not blown away. It was just, I mean, I was, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird concept to understand that you can sell a car within 24 hours. It's such a big purchase. Mm. Um, but that's what it's it is. Because we've now. done it right. That's the, that's the world that we live in now. We've done it right. There's this company that can do that. Anyways, so what about pay, paperwork in, in, in all of these? Does that have any sort of, you know, is the convenience still there in terms of? Well, I mean, I think, I think the paperwork factor has been solved by a lot of, uh, a lot of the companies yeah. that, uh, that have come into the market. Um, you know, and, uh, uh, and so, um, so, so the, 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 the paperwork pain point is still on the buying side. No, oh, okay. I don't know. Like, yeah, the <laughs> same dude now is messaging me. <laughs> just call him. Just let him. I keep saying. No, I'm like, <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a friend of mine. And yeah. uh, I, I think I know what he wants. He, yeah. he, you know, he wants to, he wants to get into my aircraft hangar. Um, <laughs> So in a, you know, I think just go back to the topic of what's the best way to sell your car. It still kind of depends then if you toggling these different levels of, of convenience, price and speed. That's kind of what you got to look out for before you make that decision. Um, yeah, you know, as a, as a selling consumer, you have to decide, uh, what is it that you want? Do you want a marginal increase on the price of your car? So, right. So let's say, yeah. let's say the difference between, um, uh, uh, selling your car, um, today. Yeah. And selling your car over an eight week period is, is 10%. Okay. Yeah. Let's say the margin in it for the companies that are buying the car are, is 10%, mm. which on average probably isn't far off. Okay. Yeah. Is about 10%. So let's say you're selling a 300,000 rand car. Okay. That's a 30,000 rand difference. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, now, what you haven't taken into account in that 10% is reconditioning costs. Mm. <clears throat> as a consumer, if you want to use the 10% as a benchmark, you have your cars to be squeaky, squeaky clean. Perfect tires, Perfect no, tires no dings, no dings, seats no, must be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, mm. because the buyer of the car is going to refurbish the car potentially, yeah. um, get it up to a sellable standard. Yeah. And that's going to knock that 30 grand down off the 300,000 rand. Now, is it going to be worth you losing out? Because another factor now is the pressure on the consumer because they found the car that they want. Yeah. And that car is going to get sold. Yeah. So I'm under pressure to sell my car now. So you can pay for the, the one so I can you pay buy. for the one I want to buy. I see. <clears throat> wow. That's yeah. I mean, yeah, it is really just a balancing act of what works for you and what, what you need at that moment. Exactly. But ultimately we, there are tons of options that you have now and you just kind of need to, you know, weigh up the options and see which one, you know, works for your situation. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much what's the best way to sell a car. I think it's depends. Auto trader. Auto <laughs> trade is basically the best way to do it. And if yeah. you want the options, all the options are there. Exactly. But yeah, thanks again for another show, George. It was a good one. See you next time. Mm. Hamilton losing. <laughs> hey, bye, bye, bye.